Hello and welcome. You're listening to Will and Alex in our first show dedicated to showcasing and promoting the unique free concerts in the concert series here at SOAS University. Yeah, in a string of new pre-concert shows and post-concert show highlights, we aim to get to know a bit more about the performers, their music and where the music comes from. For the first show that's taking place next Monday the 13th of October in the Brunei Gallery, it will be a special evening of music from the Caucasus, featuring Ashuk Nagali and Tabuni. This will also feature a screening from the Sayat Nova Project, a non-profit group aiming to help reserve and promote the diverse musical dialects of the Caucasus. And today, you have a very special guest in the studio. We have Stefan, um, who has come from the Sayat Nova project and who has created the Monday's event. Hi, Stefan. Hey, Stefan. <laughs> Hello. How are you? Good so far. How are you? I'm good. Brilliant. We're Happy excited. to be here. Yeah, good. Yeah. We're excited about this, the first concert uh, for this concert series, but want to try and find out a bit more about, about music from the Caucasus. What, what does that mean to you? So um, the Caucasus is a, a mountainous region situated between the Black and Caspian Sea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So basically uh, it's kind of bordered by Turkey, Iran and Russia. Mm-hmm. Although part the North Caucasus is technically in the part of the Russian Federation. And the region kind of leaks into Iran and Turkey as well. So it's very hard to draw lines around the region, but... Yeah, so it's hard to draw lines around the region and the and the people. It's lots of yes, very different um, groups of. So the reason why it's so hard to kind of draw these boundaries is because it's an extremely diverse region. Uh, they say there's up to fifty different ethnic groups living in this region, and uh, almost a hundred different languages spoken. There's three indigenous language families found in the Caucasus, so mm. as well as. Indo-European languages uh, such as uh, Armenian. You've also got Turkic languages mm. like Azerbaijani. But also you've got these three indigenous language families. So basically uh, groups of languages which are unrelated to any other languages. Mm. Uh-huh. So, um, and apart from that, you've also got uh, a variety of religion religions, um, so there's Georgian Orthodox Church, mm-hmm. the Armenian Church, uh, Sunni Muslims, Shiite Muslims, some, uh, you could say, pagan beliefs are still practiced, mm-hmm. and uh, Judaism, there's Georgian Jewish community, uh, another community called the Mountain Jews, who are unrelated to other uh, Jewish communities. So it's an incredibly diverse part of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Beautiful. That was uh, Yossi Ben Yohai singing a makam in the Judeo Tat language of the mountain Jews of Azerbaijan. That was a beautiful track. Um, so moving on. So your your project, the the Sayat Nova project, yeah. works at preserving to some extent hmm. and uh, highlighting more of the musical cultures of this region. What what did you know about the music of this area before? Before embarking on this project. So um, there, there has been a lot of work to to promote and preserve uh, music in, from the region, but this has mostly been under or within a national framework, which is promoted both by the the independent republics mm. um, and their ministries of culture, who try to present their or how they see their culture to the rest of the world, and also the world music industry, for example, mm. which mm. has not always, but in most cases tried to or packaged uh, certain musics mm. as belonging to certain countries. And what kind of musics are, are part so, of that? So, for example, you might have heard of Georgian polyphonic Probably, music, yeah. mm-hmm. which is Quite very is. popular outside of, uh, of, uh, of the region, outside of Georgia. And maybe Armenian duduk, mm. which is a double reed um, which they play in Turkey type, as well. Which is played in Turkey, which is played in Azerbaijan and known as the Balaban, or, and also in Georgia, known as the Duduki. And in Azerbaijan, you may have heard of uh, Mugam or even the Ashuk tradition. Which, so these, say, three main traditions have been, you know, they're part of UNESCO's list of intangible heritage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. you go into any shop which has uh, a decent 
world music section. Uh, if you find anything from this region, it's mo- mo- most likely to be a CD of one of those. Thank you, Stefan. Right, let's go to another song. This is a Chechen polyphonic group. Could you just quickly tell us a bit about So this uh, this track is by a group called the Pankisi Ensemble, mm-hmm. who are Chechen. They sing in the Chechen language, but they they live in a part of Georgia known as uh, or called the Pankisi Gorge, which borders on Chechnya. So and it's an interesting song because they're singing in polyphony, which mm-hmm. is. Uh, commonly associated with Georgia but uh, this is a this is an example of non-georgian polyphony in the cooks <laughs> recording of the Pankisin Ensemble. You're listening to a new show, the SOAS Concert Series, Behind the Music, with co-hosts Will and Alex and our special guest, Stefan, from the Sayat Nova Project. So leading on from these three main traditions that are currently represented in world music shops and so forth, obviously the Sayat Nova Project is a little bit different. And uh, So Stefan, could you tell us a little bit about the project and what you're trying to do? Yeah, so basically... Uh, I moved to Georgia and I met up with uh, I met up with uh, an American music student who was also interested in the region and music. And uh, this is Ben Wheeler, who I started the project with. Okay. We had many conversations and we both knew about this immense diversity of culture, of mm. people, of languages, and we 
we started to question, you know, where is this other music? Or mm. is, uh, you didn't see it represented anywhere. So, yeah, we found it very hard to, to find examples of, of music from these right. other communities, smaller communities that we knew about. So how, how would you know about this music from, from uh, hearing it in the streets? Well, no, no. Well, mostly we, being interested mm. in the history and the culture mm. of the region, uh, we knew that there was lots of uh, smaller communities, but we didn't find their music readily available in, in any forms of CDs or even online. There was very little information. That's when we started uh, researching a bit more and trying to to find out what other music was out there. So our first recording trip was ethnic Azerbaijani region of Georgia, part of Georgia which is mostly inhabited by ethnic Azerbaijanis. And uh, there we met a group of Ashuk bards or minstrels. Um, and we were speaking to them after after hearing them play and we they were telling us that how their version or how their particular regional tradition or version of this wider musical tradition differed from that of um, mainland or mm. um, the Azerbaijan Republic, the Republic of Azerbaijan. Mm. So that was really when we started to to think, well, you know, this is really interesting. There's very little information about this and uh, what can we do? And so we just spoke a lot and Eventually, we decided to start this project, which which has ha has changed lots. You know, it's an ongoing mm. uh, uh, idea or experiment, and uh, mm. it's developed a lot since our initial initial discussions. But um, and one of those things that's come out from it has been a, a CD that you released yeah. earlier this year, wasn't it? Mountain a Mountain record, in fact, a record. Yeah, yeah. So um, basically, the the <laughs> Let's yeah. play one now. Yeah, I think we should go straight to a track. Yeah, what what have you got for us, Stefan? So this track is a song in the Avar language, which is one of the these indigenous languages from the northeast Caucasus, a region mm. called Dagestan. We knew that there was a village in uh, northeastern Georgia on the border with Dagestan, more or less. There's a mountain range between it, but we didn't know if there was any musicians there, so we turned up on just a weekend and we started asking around you know is there, this is what this was kind of our strategy most of the time because we didn't it was very hard to we didn't have any contacts in these smaller villages because most people many people within the country don't even know that these villages exist so we turned up and we were asking around if, to see if there were any musicians and eventually we were taken to the house of Absalden we're about to listen to he was the only musician from this community and he normally plays a Korg synthesizer at <laughs> weddings and he Amazing. often travels to Azerbaijan to the other Dagestani communities in Azerbaijan to perform at weddings but uh, he also had a, an accordion which was the first instrument he started learning and the accordion was covered with stickers of Arnold Schwarzenegger because <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger well wrestling is very popular in the Caucasus in the yeah. region and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is especially popular <laughs> and uh, he played this song which we're about to listen to and it's very special so. <laughs> Thank you. 
there's very few recordings of music from Dagestan because of uh, conflict and also because it's parts of the Russian Federation and not necessarily uh, trying to promote its mm. own music abroad mm. like the independent republics of the South Caucasus are. Part of your work with the Sayat Nova project has been curating this concert on, on Monday. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yes, we've been doing a number of events both in the region and outside. Uh, some screenings of footage we've recorded and uh, some some other events. And this is actually the first time we're bringing an artist over from the region to perform mm -hmm. uh, outside of the region. And uh, uh, Who's that? And this is uh, Ashok Nagile who's a, an absolutely amazing musician. From She's from Tbilisi, but she's Azerbaijani. And uh, she plays, she's part of, or a continuation of the Ashuk tradition, which is a, a bard, basically a bardic or minstrel tradition that is found throughout Central Asia and even in, in Turkey. And traveling, they're traveling musicians. And uh, yeah, but in general, they're, traveling musicians who would sing epic poetry, mm. improvise a lot of lyrics and uh, usually play a long neck lute. So in this case, it's uh, the Azeri Saz, which is slightly different to uh, the Turkish Saz. And, um, so that's, is that the instrument, Yes. Yeah, so this is the instrument uh, she'll be playing. Oh, <laughs> 
you said earlier how how different diverse this region was what what is a, a life of a of a bard nashuk bard like how do they co- convey these things to so yeah. many different different people well traditionally they would tra- like i said in the caucasus region they would travel from uh, city to city and these cities were quite cosmopolitan so mm-hmm. they would have to often sing in different languages but today they they don't travel so much only to festivals mm, and yeah. uh, to perform on TV they recite um, a lot of epic po- poetry mm-hmm. uh, that's been kind of preserved what are the epic the stories of, stories about mostly about heroes so uh, people mostly about ashuk heroes so other bards or yeah, like okay. legendary bards who, <laughs> who won all sorts of competitions and traveled all over the place and uh, were you know had to sing to be able to marry their true love who was engaged to someone else <laughs> and uh nowadays they they mostly sing in one language but for example Nagila is from Tbilisi which is the capital of Georgia it's still very cosmopolitan you have large armenian azerbaijani kurdish uh obviously georgian communities and uh, she she speaks multiple languages but she performs in azerbaijani but her her style or the songs that she plays is an example of this tradition that I was talking about earlier with um the fir- the ashiks I, m- I mentioned earlier so she's she's part of this larger tradition which is commonly associated with Azerbaijan but the community the Azeri community in Georgia play slightly different songs and different poems and there's a lot more um importance given to the saz and the instrument and in general the the songs are said to have more of a melancholic tone mm. um some say some some would say that it's because they're separated from their brothers in right. azerbaijan but you know the history of this is debatable i think we should definitely go to a track so this is a, um we'll just listen to a song by nagile well it's a traditional song but performed by nagile and this i recorded with ben the the co-founder of the project uh, in June this year. Uh, what's it called? Yurd Yeri.
always Nagali singing about there? So this song is uh, it's, was called Yurt uh, Yeri, and it literally means home place or homeland. It's a song, it's a, well, it's a poem that's found, which is sung in this by Ashuks from this uh, er- Azerbaijani area in Georgia. So it's, it's quite uh, interesting. You wouldn't hear it in other parts of Azerbaijan, for example. And what I found interesting in your concert notes um, for Monday is that you said Nagali is a, the, currently the only female Ashok living and performing in the ethnic Azari region of Georgia. Why is that? Is it difficult to be a woman musician in, in Georgia? Or yeah. is it just, does she come from a family of musicians? Or? Well, um, it's, not, it's not really a, an unusual thing in the tradition. There's an ethnomusicologist who has written about like the, the tradition of female Ashoks and it wasn't really, they weren't kind of, kind of under male musicians they were seen as equals and they still are seen as equals and in Azerbaijan you actually there's actually quite a few Azerbaijan the, the country or republic there's actually a few uh, female Ashuks but um, Nagila is currently the only female Ashuk in the Bochala or Azeri region in Georgia so that's the difference there's another famous female musician um, or Ashuk from Bochala, but she's living in Azerbaijan now and performing then. She's actually a bit, a bit of a celebrity. Okay. So, um, but it's very interesting. It's not. It's never been seen as a kind of uh, subordinate or inferior to the male tradition. And there's a history of female Ashuks, and they usually play the same repertoire. So there's not not really a division. Is that particular region rich in musical tradition? Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, this region, especially in the villages just south of Tbilisi, the, the capital city, in the ethnic Azeri villages, there's a lot of musicians, uh, young and old, playing sars. And we recorded a few of them, and it's we've uh, been revisiting a lot of these villages, working with the same musicians. And our um, tra- tradition is very much alive in in this region. But they don't have any support from from the Georgian state, and they don't. Ha- because they're outside of Azerbaijan, they don't receive the same support that Ashugs in Azerbaijan receive. So they're kind of in between these two uh, nations. But they move between the, the two countries, but they, they're very much uh, keeping this tradition alive themselves. And Nagile, she, was, uh, she started learning as a teenager in Georgia, and then she spent some time studying in Baku in the capital of Azerbaijan and then moved back so there's still there's a lot of movement between uh, these countries and specifically with Nagele does she is it all traditional folk songs that she is singing or is she composing um, her own songs as well yeah well there's a a lot of improvisation in this genre so often uh, singers would ashuks would be invited to perform at weddings say or a celebration and they would improvise some lyrics about the newlyweds or about the people attending the event so there's a tradition of improvisation but she also writes some of her own poems and sets them to music and she uh, she plays often with other ashugs and they uh, kind of take it in turns to to sing poems or to improvise together and actually she she hasn't yet uh, released any music herself but she does sometimes play with some uh, synthesizers and other stuff and mm-hmm. kind of more contemporary Azerbaijani w- wedding music so mm-hmm. and it's uh, that that 
these things aren't separate. It's not, um, you know, it's not either traditional or contemporary. That these are very much blurred musical practices. So, is the project looking at some of this more contemporary music as well? Yeah. So the project isn't just. Uh, we don't plan on just focusing on traditional or folk music. We're also very interested in contemporary forms of music that's coming out of the region. Uh, a lot of this so far has involved looking up uh, or researching videos and music on YouTube because it's uh, probably YouTube. it's the best uh, resource for for anyone interested in music from any part of the world. So have you found some gems? So yeah, so I've been uh, trying to compile some of the more interesting examples of music I've found on YouTube and most of this yeah. is actually contemporary or you know more recent is that uh, from georgia or azerbaijan from all over, all over. yeah so i'm especially interested in in these examples from the north caucasus which is very much available on youtube great let's hear it let's hear a track that you found okay
So we're not going to hear music just like that uh, this weekend, but that's more wedding kind of music. or Yeah, that's uh, perhaps something you might hear at, in a wedding in Dagestan <laughs> these days. But uh, no, the music on Mondays can be quite different. Uh, so as well as Ashik Nagila, we'll, uh, we'll be having Tabuni, mm. who are a London-based uh, Georgian f- uh, female ensemble. And uh, Tabuni is led by a, a, a Georgian singer and uh but most of the members uh, the other members in the ensemble are from different places and yeah but they're oh. excellent so. oh, brilliant do they sing polyphonic style yeah it's well? mostly poly- polyphonic songs from different regions of georgia and especially female songs which is not so common to hear yeah you've got morning songs lullabies healing songs yeah, that kind of thing. yeah they, they do all sorts of styles oh it sounds amazing and also, Nargile is playing this Friday in Cafe Otto. Yeah, so uh, this Friday, um, Nargile will be playing at the Cafe Otto in Dalston, East London. And that's a slightly different theme, you could say. It uh, will be, there'll also be a, a Turkish musician called Mustafa Kulchuk playing. And uh, so it's a slightly different theme, fo- focusing more on Saz and this minstrel t- tradition from two very different places. So you should come to both. And yeah. more events over the weekend? Yeah, so this th- these two events are part of a short tour. On Saturday, Nagila will be performing at Tusk Festival in Newcastle, where I will also give, be giving a short presentation and we'll be screening some films from our recording sessions. And then on Sunday, there'll be a short a, uh, afternoon event in uh, Bradford on our way back to London at the Fuse Art Space. Great, great. Oh, busy weekend ahead. Yeah, very busy. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much, Stefan, for joining us. So just to plug that again, on Monday, 13th of October, here at SOAS University, we'll have Nargile and Tabuni at Bruno Gallery, also performing, Nargile is performing at Cafe Otto this Friday, in Newcastle on a Saturday, and in Bradford on Sunday. It is going to be an amazing, beautiful weekend for Caucasus music. In Britain. In Britain. So shall we leave the show on um, on a song? Yeah, and, uh, yeah, let's listen to one more song. Yeah, let's do it. If you're interested in more about the Sayat Nova project and in music from the Caucasus, please check out the Sayat Nova website where you can find more information about the Mountains of Tongues. Yes, Mountain of Tongues is actually on Hawkner Hacksaw's record label, LP Duplication. You should all go out, buy it, listen to it and experience the music. You have been listening to SOAS Concert Series Behind the Music with Alex and Will and a special guest, Stefan, at SOAS Radio. (laughs) 